Lesson 8. Jesus Implores Humanity to Change Their Ways. November 19, 2020. I am your brother and your friend. I am Jesus, Master of the Celestial Heavens. I come once again to speak to you all. This dear instrument feels the burden of responsibility in regard to these messages given. I say, do not fret, my son. Know that things are well in hand, that there is no failure or lack of commitment here, rather the flow of truth given in love. So it will be, provided all things are in alignment and you are willing to be a channel for these words. I wish to speak of the importance of the earth plane, how indeed it is the beginning, the birthing of each individuated soul upon their journey in life. As such, all spirits and angels have a great interest in what is happening upon your plane and how the conditions of your earth plane set a precedence for what follows in the spirit world. This is why some have the mistaken idea that one must incarnate upon this plane over and over again. They feel the importance of these beginnings that are a gift from God, who has created this earth and all the potentials and elements within it. So every soul must pass through this plane in order to know themselves as an individuated soul. The experiences of life on this earth have a great bearing on the attitude, belief, emotional makeup, personality, and the condition of their souls. This plane is pivotal in the spiritual development of every soul of God's creation in this world. Some have very short lives, existences upon this plane, others somewhat long and full of remarkable experiences. Generally, souls who inhibit this plane live a life that is full of potential, but that potential is rarely realized for it would take a much different atmosphere than what is presently on the earth plane in order to stimulate and awaken the great potentials of humanity. Yet the power and forces of life are strong upon this world. All that God has created thrives, despite the ignorance and efforts of humanity to direct towards themselves all that can be useful and exploited. Humanity sees from a very base level of awareness. Though the intellect is strong and well-informed, the spiritual nature of men is often ignored and seen as a fantasy, a delusion. The minds of men are great and powerful and have ruled the world for many centuries, causing great headache as well as a great innovation. Now is the time for humanity to shift its focus, for it has made great strides in technologies and creative aspects of life, even beauty, but has not yet acknowledged the inner workings of the individual in the ways of their spiritual nature. That which is acknowledged has been formulated in religious doctrine and explanations which carries a thread of truth, but much in the way of error. The doctrine of love is not truly recognized as the foundational truth that humanity must abide by. Rather, it is a doctrine of power that informs and controls the actions of men. Within every soul there is wisdom, truth, and understanding that exists within and has existed since their creation. The very structures that man has created, the intentions that are prevalent, the desires that are often of a baser kind, the will and the emotions of humanity are set towards the direction of self-empowerment and self-gratification. This is a cultural norm that is not considered detrimental, 
rather a great endorsement and acknowledgement of those who are proficient in the ways of power and the ways of control, the ways of accumulation, and many things of a superficial nature. Children are told to set their eyes upon these goals, to be perfect in these aspects of human expression, many of which are created by humanity rather than by God. So many elements of your earthly existence are expressed in a baser way, a lower vibration, as you call it, set in a condition that is not expansive, creative, and joyful, rather demanding, constricting, and lacking love. The many attributes and abilities of the material mind are revered, though this is only one aspect of human creation, only one thing that God has given to you of many things, many possibilities, which lie dormant within the individual. If there is but some encouragement, some inspiration, some motivation and desire towards the spiritual, the truly spiritual, then many of the dilemmas that humanity faces at this time may be resolved in light and love. Unfortunately, the ideas of light and love in many individuals' minds have little resonance or bearing upon their understanding of life. Rather, it is within superficial appearances, acceptance, accumulation of material things that a sense of purpose and happiness is based as a criterion for a good life. Success is determined by actions that are in harmony with the will of men. The idea of seeking the love and acceptance and inspiration of God is considered an old and antiquated idea. The many religions of men have ensured that this simple concept, this truth, is buried under the weight of doctrine and expectations of obedience. How sad it is that humanity has come to this place of darkness and is so very lost and misunderstands the truth of life. Fortunately, a few are able to go beyond this misty realm of half-truth, breaking through to the realms of light and truth, of spiritual awakening, of soul joy and love, of that place where God is present and uplifts and embraces all. Why does humanity deny themselves these great blessings and experiences of light? Why does humanity see from that narrow perspective of the mind rather than widen their consciousness to the possibilities of a soul awakened in love? Why is there such great deprivation where millions go hungry and children go unloved and humanity is bound so that they are deaf and blind to all that exists around them that is not in harmony and not sustainable? The many ways to distract, to bring mindful pleasures and physical gratifications and complex rationalizations encourages within the individual a sense of impotence a sense that there is a great hollowness within. This existential angst that is so common in humanity is the result of the deprivation of the soul, the deprivation of the higher expressions of humanity, which are love and compassion, wisdom and insight that is not born of linear thought, but expansive intuition and soulful perception. We and many, many millions of angels and spirits continue to put our gaze upon your earth plane, for this is where it begins. It is the crucial step towards the journey of life, however brief it is, and it is a powerful beginning. This beginning is shaped and determined by your decisions in life, your experiences in life, your desires, and the expressions of your being in this world. 
When the world discourages the individual from pursuing seriously spiritual matters, then there is a proliferation of dark conditions in your world. One must start with their children from birth onwards to educate them of the ways of God, for they are receptive. Their souls have not yet been completely covered with the detritus of human thought. Their souls may be blessed deeply with your efforts and to encourage their innocent efforts towards light and truth. I am not suggesting that you indoctrinate your children in certain beliefs, rather that you encourage and, by example, lead your children to the understanding that is already within their souls but must come forth and connect with their minds. This indeed will take effort. Many parents of today are in pursuit of material gain and security and find little time for their children. Their energy sapped by these great efforts to accumulate and feed their fears of deprivation by surrounding themselves with luxuries and comfort and distractions. I do not condemn those who are upon this path of materialism, but I warn you that it comes at a great price. Without the nurturing of one's soul, there is much that is in need of repair, much that is injured by the actions of a soul ignorant and without true purpose and direction. Though every individual must pursue the need for material blessings, it need not be at the forefront of your focus and energies. When one is in alignment with God, these things come as a natural blessing, an overt expression of love that is God's blessing upon His children. With the focus of soul wisdom that is awakened with the divine love, the actions that one is required to take in life seem simple and easy and readily realized in harmony with God's will. The power of the wisdom of the soul, the grace that comes with the flourishing of love, God's love within the soul, the knowings and intuitive understandings of life, all of these things come with soul awakening with a focus turned towards God rather than towards groveling upon Mother Earth, seeking out the treasures that she may have for you. Yes, a life in harmony with God's creation, with God's will, would be simpler than what you experience in these times. All the luxuries, all the material things designed to bring happiness and pleasure to the individual are in themselves a great distraction from the inner life of the individual. As one matures spiritually, it is easily discerned that these things are a distraction. The desire for such things weakens and in time disappears, replaced by a sense of grace, joy, and fulfillment. This fulfillment is not derived from material pleasures primarily, but from the pleasures of the soul perceiving the beauty and wonderment of life, experiencing life from the perspective of soul appreciation and recognition of God's creation, of God's beautiful gift of life to each individual. A great generosity springs from this realization that envelops many, so that amongst humanity there would be a wondrous sharing and support and upliftment of brothers and sisters in the great family of God's children. Your ideas of utopia would be realized, not in the way that you may imagine, but in the way of God's guidance and showing of what is in harmony and what may be realized in a secured relationship with God and the awakening of the soul in love. As you can see, this would bring a great difference in attitudes, motivations, and focus amongst humanity. Many would call this idealism. But idealism is born from a mind that creates his ideas and perceptions of what might be. Idealism is fraught 
with many flaws and many misunderstandings. Yet, in essence, idealism is a beautiful gift of the mind, and when married with the wisdom of the soul and the perceptions of the soul, may come to beautiful fruition, a realization in a world aware and grounded in the acknowledgement of all that is within creation and the beautiful balance and intricate nature of creation and the understanding of man's role within it. There will come an understanding of how humanity may exist in harmony with God's creation, the natural order, as you call it. Your world is very stressed. It has difficulty maintaining the balance that once existed and is meant to exist. The very weight of humanity upon the world has caused this stress and imbalance. It is time now for humanity to open up to their inner beings, to that knowledge and wisdom and possibility that exist within every soul. Yet the dilemma is great for all of humanity, such eagerness to be safe, to be fulfilled materially, to not acknowledge that deep pain that each individual carries within them. Instead, they live their conscious life upon the surface of their minds, with fleeting awareness of these deeper longings, this hollowness and angst that exists, and may be healed as humanity continues to ignore the call of their own souls. So many wish to be healed and yet have no understanding of the healing journey, that is, the reconciliation between the soul and God. The world makes it easy for those who live in these materialistic countries and cultures to ignore the pain and the yearning, rather to set forth upon the prescribed route toward success. So many follow these roads because from the beginning they have been indoctrinated into this thinking, into this journey, each proud parent wishing for their children the fulfillment of those doctrines for success with an innocent intention that this is what will bring their children happiness. They have believed in what has been told to them and wish to share with their children these flawed ideals and paradigms to live by. Humanity continues to flourish in this world. Great numbers of souls exist here, and God intends for humanity to flourish. God wishes for deep happiness and joy in every soul, that they may experience a life fulfilled, that they may know love, that they may know the beauty and graciousness of earthly existence. To some degree, these things are experienced, and humanity continues to carry on in their ways and their desires for fulfillment. Yet this cannot be sustained in your world, a world that is increasingly stressed and having difficulty maintaining the natural order that is a reflection of God's laws of creation. Despite the flourishing of humanity, its great numbers, its diverse cultures, ideas and expressions, the central question is, how can these things continue when the world itself, Mother Nature, this great orb of life, is in great distress? Mankind may insulate themselves from these things for a while, hiding their heads in the sand, keeping themselves very occupied indeed with all the workings of the world, the human world. Yet this cannot continue forever. With the workings of God's laws, corrections will always come so as to sustain the law of harmony and progression. The longer that humanity hides away from the truth of their own condition, the harsher will be the response that will bring the needed correction and healing of the world. In ignorance or in knowledge, the truth will be realized by humanity, 
That truth may be realized with a dreadful harshness, a dreadful response from the workings of the material world that is of God's creation. But a correction must come and will come. A new course must be set for humanity. New ideas and understandings, truth and knowledge, wisdom and love, acceptance and joy must be the new priorities for humanity. These things are not obtained by mindful reconciliation and truth. Rather, they must be married with a soulful truth and soulful reconciliation. This is why we have spent so much time, so much energy, thoughts, prayers, and efforts reaching out to humanity. For the time is now, so that all may avoid difficult times, harsh and unpleasant responses from the natural order, in order to bring harmony back in order to sustain life. Humanity must realize that the great gift, which is this life upon your world, that they are given a beginning, a gift, an opportunity to come to realize their true and full selves and potentials in this great journey of human, mortal, and spirit upon this plane, and the planes of spirit. In the lower planes of spirit, what outcomes prevail upon your world influence heavily the conditions of these planes. The vast majority of spirits live within these planes, either in the mortal flesh or in the spirit. Those of the higher planes have been deeply committed to uplift these lower spheres, especially the earth plane, so that the power of the human condition and all decisions and expressions and conditions of the soul of the individual may have a far-reaching effect on the planes of spirit in a positive way. What you do here, beloved souls, has great power in the universe. What you think, how you act, how you are in the world, has great power, a power that transmits energy, thought, light, or darkness, into the universe. You must understand the responsibility and the gift that has been given to you, the power of your own selves, your own natures, your own souls, to influence and inform the expressions of all life on your world and other worlds, spiritual worlds. The universe is connected, as many have said. This interconnection is dependent upon the interplays of thoughts and energies, outcomes of decisions and expressions which reverberate out through the complex network of life, both the material and spiritual. In this way, you influence your world and you influence the world of spirit. We of the higher planes make great efforts to influence you and your thoughts and dreams and expressions in life. Know that we are all connected, that we are one body expressed in many individuated souls living a life. Whether it be of the material kind or the spiritual, it is a great interaction of many elements that God has created and set in motion, determined by the laws of His creation and determined by the free will of men. So much depends upon the individual's choice, their sense of propriety, of love, of expressing themselves in harmony with the laws of love and the laws of creation. When humanity falters, so great waves of energy spread out into the universe, affecting many souls in spirit, and in some ways affecting the workings of the universe, though as it expands out, the influence and effects weaken, but still they are present and reverberate forth. It is important for humanity to awaken, to grow into its true form and purpose and being. One must understand that the present thinking of men is feeble compared to the truth that is the universe of God's creation. 
It is time for all to awaken to these deeper truths, these greater possibilities, to aspire towards light and harmony, to express oneself in harmony with all that is interconnected in the universe, to be a child of God, truly, for each one of you is a reflection of God's soul. You are the image of God waiting to be realized with His love, to be fully awakened and a reflection of the deep and powerful potentials of the soul. With this, all dilemmas and problems of your world would disappear. There would be harmony. There would be joy. There would be deep peace and deep fulfillment for each soul upon your world, expressing their unique natures and unique gifts and potentials. It begins with a simple prayer to receive the essence of God, igniting possibilities within. I suggest that humanity stop what they are doing and turn to God in prayer to receive guidance in God's will and intention and wisdom to help guide them away from the brink of disaster and towards the fulfillment of what is meant to be in your world. Some time in prayer and contemplation would bring a much-needed pause in the determined expressions that are of human creation and contravening the laws and expressions of God in your world. God will not interfere with your free will, nor will we. We may only guide and suggest and recommend and inspire, but we cannot bring you to that place of truth and reconciliation, of love and wisdom. It must be done by each individual who is set upon a course to correct the errors, to encourage the awakening of their own soul, to be in greater harmony and express love. These things you may do, but they are not done by another. They are done by you. It is your choice and responsibility. Now that you understand the great responsibility and power that you carry, may you take seriously these words. May you come to stop and consider and understand your true natures and realize your true potentials. In this way, all that is meant to be in your world, all that will be fulfilling and of joy, will come as the outpourings and outcomes of your efforts to be with God, a sincere reconciliation with your Creator, your Heavenly Father, He who has created you and loves you so. May God bless you, beloved souls. May God bless you upon that journey, and may humanity awaken and choose a course towards light and love. God bless you, beloveds. I am with you upon that journey. My love is with you. My prayers are with you. My thoughts are with you. My intentions are for your healing and betterment and awakening. I continue to work toward these ends, as do many millions of angels and spirits upon the other side of life. We are here, and we are here to assist you. Our love is with you. God bless you.